live. Hello and welcome everybody. Hopefully you're having a great goddamn day. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Yams, the podcast, Friday edition. Uh, today I have myself and Jay on the stream. Welcome, Jay. What's going on, buddy? Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Good to have you as always. Um, today we're going to be deep diving into the current price action of Bitcoin as always, taking a look at the charts trying to figure out what's going to happen here over the weekend and what we can expect going into next week. So first things first, we're going to take a look at our higher time frame starting up on the weekly. Still some good signs of turning around at this point in time, but the fact that the daily has been turning around to the downside, uh, we may not be seeing the reaction yet on the chart until Sunday. Obviously, we might see a red dot conf- you know, uh, pop up. We might see Wolfpack starting to flip back or turning around. Not some not so great things in the market conditions right now. Other than that, the weekly is still down. Uh, moving down to our daily, uh, like I said, we can see that the Wolfpack, the red dot, and the sell signal have been confirmed again. So we are technically TC'd back down on the daily perspective, getting flipped back and forth. We still have a potential to turn this around by Monday, but uh, it's not looking great. It really is not. The S&P also had a a terrible last two days since our last session and is not looking great, holding on by the threads of support of this last level. So we really need to see 3,900 points on the S&P hold here. Uh, So, But we won't know again until Monday. Isn't that amazing how they're... They're like, you know what? Let's just make sure it holds right here. So that way all weekend, you know, it hangs out. And then Monday, let's let's see how this plays out, huh? They just had to have it come right to the bottom, huh? Yeah. It's a literal cliffhanger, like a market cliffhanger. They're like, oh, I guess you'll have to wait till next episode to find out, (laughs) which is terrible. Bastards. I know. The manipulation is real. But it's definitely not the first time that we've seen something like this happen. The market makers are always looking to keep everyone else confused and questioning what's actually going on. And especially at the end of a consolidation, this is exactly what they do. By Monday, we could totally swing this thing right back to the upside. The volume could come smashing in. We just don't know for sure. And at the moment, I wouldn't be glued to any one position, uh, long or short. As far as daily goes, TC'd back down never TC'd back up to invalidate that. So technically, I mean, you could be closing your starting entries if you'd taken them and holding off for a more precise indication of what's to come um, and or you've added back into your short at this point in time. Our shorter time frames are not really giving us any sign of relief at the moment either. Two hour was potentially starting to try and turn around here. Now that we've had close, we might see a little bit of pushback up. We do have a nice bullish divergence showing up on the two hour. Uh, in this shorter term time frame. So potentially coming back up to resistance around 30,600 is potential for us over the weekend. Um, and other than that, I don't see a whole lot of price action other than within this range for the weekend. So going into Monday, we have another good chance of potentially breaking up or down. It's very much undecided at this point. Any thoughts, Jay? You pretty much, uh, pretty much nailed it. Yeah, every point I was possibly going to say at this point it's like we're still in the same range you know 28,800 or so to like 31,000 or so 
you know, we're just still in the same kind of range. Um, now we're at the bottom of it. So just pretty much like I'm just focusing on if we're going to actually break through it. And then where would be points below there for support possibly. But I think the farther down we go here. Yeah, the close, closer we get to like 28,000. Because we're at tw- just over 29,000 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It starts making me think that maybe we're just going to revisit those lows at 25-something again. We definitely could. You know, again, the BART pattern would exceptionally get us back down into the at, yeah, 25, 26K level um, for some sort of complete double bottom before figuring this next move out. Um, it doesn't need to happen per se. You have many BARTs where you just get higher lows and then continue. But yeah, definitely a possibility for something to keep in the back of your mind. Um, We have significantly spent a lot more time at the bottom of this range than we have at the top, the top being closer to the higher 31s. We spent quite a lot of time at 30,600. So again, I would say that the expectation, if we were to pop back up to the top of the range at this point, it's only going to be the 30,500, 600. And I mean, again, there's only divergence showing up on the wolf pack in the four hour and in the two hour. So there's not a lot of strength that I can see built up in the momentum here for the upside move. We sure do sound bearish, but like yeah, it, it's at the same time, it's like, I mean, it, it's it's what the chart's telling us. Right. You know, so it's uh, it's better, better to be real and honest about it, you know, and exactly. We'll see, yeah. Exactly. We had that chance to go up. And if we if the bulls didn't use it, then this is the outcome. You know, it's only support until it's not anymore. So if these guys can't make up their minds by next week, I would say at least by next week. Yeah, we're probably going to see continuation into the downside. But that's not to say that this isn't leading us up to a much bigger explosive upside move later down the road, because we could just quickly, you know, we could go into the 20s tap it quickly shoot our way back up and never see it again get the get the spring exactly crush all that liquidity sitting at the bottom all the hopes and dreams of the bulls are crushed at the same time as they start shorting it's when it starts turning around <laughs> so, I mean, yeah i know yeah, yeah when all hope is lost we'll actually be happy it's it's an odd thing isn't it it's an it is it really is an oddity among many things but if you look back in history, those oddity people who bet on the the least likely thing usually came out ahead. Hmm. What do you think about the uh, NASDAQ uh, right now? Um, I mean, I'm not looking too much at NASDAQ. I'm looking more so at like S&P um, because mm-hmm. the NASDAQ, I find, seems to give more false uh, signals. It'll push through levels where the S&P doesn't and they end up bouncing because it never pushed through the S&P kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look great. Definitely not. I mean, the S&P up on the weekly and the daily both see a pretty hard rejection up at that $4,200 uh, point level. Um, pretty clear hit of resistance and rejection so far. Yeah, it bounced pretty much perfectly off of it. Yeah. I don't know. We really need something to like come, you know, pop out of our butts here and save us. And I mean, maybe Nancy Pelosi knows something that we don't know. Because why else would she be buying tech to, yeah, tech stocks at these levels? She bought days. She bought, she bought days ago though, and I bet she already sold. Wouldn't that be public knowledge though? She had. I don't know. Doesn't that come out like afterwards or something? Like a few days later? Maybe not. Then I don't know because it's like uh, maybe she did. Maybe she did. Ten percent gain. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
10% one day. I mean, you never know. Yeah, it's it's not like we have any evidence yet at this point or whatever, you know. Um, but you know, it kind of makes you think. Yeah. So again, another weekend of not too much going on, but it, you know, you got to realize that every time we go, we sit in a in a, in a spot for so long. Um, of course, the price action gets so boring; everyone stops paying attention, and that is the time to be paying attention. We could see a move any day now, whether that's <clears throat> up or down. You know, for me as a trader, I don't care. If we go to 20, I'm going to make just as much money if we go to 40. So you just got to be on the right side of history, the right side of the trade, follow your TCs. And at the moment, everything is short and down. So if, you know, if daily stays TC down, use your four hour to look for a potential re-entry. If you do get a TC up over the weekends, we come up to 31, whatever, 30,600, you might want to end up taking a starting entry short or 2% short just because daily is again on your side. If that were to invalidate and TC back up, you would then close said short trade and add back into the long. But yeah, otherwise I'm prepared honestly for both directions right now because I'm not sure. I was thinking it was going to happen earlier. Again, the bulls didn't use the momentum that they had built up yet. It's still on the table because it's not been invalidated. None of those divergences or anything have been invalidated, right? So we definitely still have a good chance of turning around. Um, It's just to be seen at the moment. It makes sense to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything you read today that was good news-wise or anything else? I haven't seen a whole ton. I just know inflation data was released and it wasn't good. That's what some people are blaming the drop for, or you know, and it, you know that it, my thought is it's just like gas on a fire that's already going. Yeah, exactly. So, there's there's always like a reason behind something, you know, but like. It's, it was kind of in the chart anyways. So, yep. So it seems like gas was just kind of poured on it with uh, a poor CPI data report. Um, I think it was like 8.78% or something. So pretty ugly. Is that like 8% higher than the previous quarter or like what does that data represent? Uh, just like year over year, um, year over inflation. Year. So an 8% uh, increase. Yeah. Almost 9% year over year, which is just like. But didn't we... Didn't we know that information before a couple of days ago? Like I'm, I'm, you know, we've been we've been hearing about eight percent inflation jumps. Yeah, but with the interest rate hikes, I think people are expecting it to drop, and it's not. It, it went up even more, another like half of a point. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so like the markets are getting screwed uh, a little bit by you know the the risk off environment because of the interest rates, right? The money's not so free. Then they just released, you know, it's up like I think it was like eight point two eight percent. Uh, in like April or something, I think. And now it's like 8.78%. Uh, so, I mean, it went up even with several I- interest rate hikes. So pretty ugly. They might, it, it's pretty hawkish. They they may have to be even more aggressive is kind of what the thought is. So it's creating a more risk-off environment. And you're, sorry, who's the aggression going to impact? Like how so aggressive? Yeah, so they, they the Federal Reserve may be more aggressive with their interest rate hikes. You know, even even instead of 50 basis points, maybe 75 basis points, that would be that's 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 a massive hike. It just spooked investors to see inflation still increase even after interest rate hikes have already happened. That supposedly is the news. Right. Yeah, that that's the rationale behind this, I guess. So I feel you. Yeah, I can get behind that thought for sure. Yeah. People are thinking, okay, well, this is going to continue, you know, because if if the Fed uh, decides to you know, not be hawkish anymore. And then maybe then 
people be more about a risk on environment a little bit. You know, the sentiment may change a little bit because their stance has only strengthened pretty much. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great right now, is it? No, it's really not. Yeah. Prices, everything's, everything's pretty bad, you know, and like, okay, gas, especially in a lot of other countries, it's interesting talking about this. Sometimes I know this isn't really uh, about Bitcoin or whatever, you know, but like hearing gas prices in other countries, you know, or petrol or whatever it's called, wherever you live. I know it's typically overall a little bit more expensive or sometimes quite a bit more than like the U.S. Um, yeah, it's it so like for a long time. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, our, our budgets and everything have been built around the prices that they were for so long. So when all of a sudden they're, you know, two, two and a half times up in such a short time period, just think about everyone's budget. You know, all of a sudden they got to figure out where this money's coming from, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the whole thing. It's like it's all of a sudden this expenditure has just become such a bigger, bigger part of your overall budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's causing other problems because then then people can't spend money on other things, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty bad now, though. I mean, I've never seen it this high. It was like five dollars and 19 cents a gallon. So it's like three and a half liters, whatever that would be. But I mean, I, it's never been that high in my life here. It was little over two dollars a gallon like a few years ago yeah i mean what is that like 50 60 cents a liter so no um well okay almost yeah it's fine Six, yeah seven, so it's, yeah that's, it's that's ridiculous. two and a half times that pretty much since it's yeah. pretty crazy so yeah 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 i mean that you know the trickle effect it affects then infrastructure and shipping and everything else so I still have my hopium, but it's it's starting to dwindle. I'll be quite honest. Anything else with uh, charts-wise that you saw today? Maybe an altcoin, maybe uh, something that stood out? To be honest, not too much in particular besides Ethereum. I mean, we could mention Ethereum because Ethereum is in kind of a, kind of a precarious position here. Uh, we're actually uh, just poking below our, the, when Bitcoin fell down to 25-something, right? That day on like the 12th of May. Ethereum came down to like 1700 and right now we're at 1670. Yeah, pretty ugly. So I don't know if that's saying this is destiny for Ethereum to start making its way down to like maybe 14, 1300. I think I definitely think it's possible. Maybe have a pit stop at 1500. Absolutely it is. I mean, what's the percentage of that to to 14 from here, you know? It's not that much. Mm-mm. It's really not. It's like 7 or 8%. Yeah. Well, yeah, which is really crazy to think about. Yeah. Bear markets be something, man. That's about it. Otherwise, it wasn't really that exciting of a day. I mean, we just had a few things kind of drop. The overall market was just, you know, red on pretty much every single chart. A couple of them had a little bit of a rally, like Cardano had a little rally. Chainlink had a little rally. I see you have Chainlink pulled up on your screen now, actually. So, I mean, the setups are still kind of there on some of them, but we'll see if the if the broader market cooperates enough, huh? Right, for sure. Yeah, Chainlink actually looks like a decent setup there. It was um, until it obviously started rejecting off of this resistance up here at around nine, just before ten bucks. Called that one, by the way. It was like nine thirty-three was my call or whatever, and we went a little above, but it's crazy. It didn't like it at all. Nope. (laughs) Got rejected off of the level. Yeah, you could still be potentially looking for a converging wave, high or low, at like seven fifty or. 
closer to seven bucks, but depending on the rest of the market, I mean, a rejection off a zero line, as we know, never a good thing. The rest of the market's doing the same pretty much across the board. Like I said, Mm -hmm. Monday might totally flip 180, um, but as of right now, I wouldn't be expecting anything other than just continuation and more consolidation in this level. Yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah. So I think with that all being said, we appreciate all you guys for coming out and taking the time today. Hopefully you got something out of this. Make sure you check out tripleconfirmation.com for all the fine details. Check out Plothead Worlds and everything that we're doing in the Triple Confirmation Discord. Links on the website. And again, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.